Hey everyone, welcome to another video. So today I wanted to talk about breaking bad habits. You guys know I've been talking about this book for so long. I'm reading Tiny Habits and I feel like there are just so many little gems and nuggets in that book that just really boost my confidence and it makes me feel like you know habits that i want to improve it can be tools for that but there's this section in the book that was talking about how to break bad habits and the mistakes that bj fogg the author of this book the mistakes that he sees and he gives like solutions for breaking you know bad habits and one of the things that he talked about really sparked my attention and it's definitely a mistake that I've been making. And so I'm like, maybe y'all knew, y'all knew that we were supposed to do this, but I didn't know. So that's what I'm here. I'm just passing along information that uh, has been helpful for me. But basically he gave me a different perspective on how to look at bad habits so that when we problem solve, we're more likely to be effective with that process and create um, changes that are long-term. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Just this concept in the book that really sparked my attention and kind of how that can help us out. But before I begin, hi, my name is Lede. Thank you so much for joining this channel. On this channel, I definitely like to talk about my peaceful homekeeping and you know, I'd like to talk about a little bit more than that, kind of what my peaceful homekeeping system has helped me learn about habits, routines, systemizing how that I can use the skills that I've learned through my peaceful homekeeping journey to help me become a better person. So that's why we're talking about habits today, because it, it definitely is all related. I feel like if you want to grow as a person, if you want to develop then habits and healthy habit formation is definitely uh, a way that you can go about it in a way that just feels sustainable and that will help you make those long-term changes and grow in the way that you want to grow. So, okay, let's talk about the book, BJ Fogg, and what he said that kind of blew my mind. Uh, yeah, he said the mistake that he sees when people are trying to break a bad habit is that they look at it as one big ball of a problem, if you will, and they try to solve it as one big problem. And basically what I got from the book is that Instead of looking at it like that, it's more helpful to look at your bad habits as actually, um, he didn't say this in the book, but this is a metaphor that I felt like is very appropriate. But look at your bad habit as a ball of tangled Christmas lights, if you will. So if you have a bad habit and you're trying to fix it all at once, you're trying to pull it all at once, you're probably going to either make the problem worse or you're not going to be very effective. If you want to unwind that bad habit, or basically, yeah, that bad habit can be so ingrained into our everyday life. And we have so many different things contributing to that bad habit that it's definitely to the point where it's probably not just one big issue that you can focus on and untweeze and pull apart in one big go. And he recommends that we instead look at it as like a tangled ball and you have to go through and kind of work it out, you know, and with the same amount of care, untangling one thread at a time and working on one issue at a time. And if you look at your bad habit like that, um, you're more likely to be successful. And so for an example, I just thought I would use the issue of healthy eating because when I read this, I was like, I totally do that. I totally say that 
for healthy eating. That's what I'm going to use as an example. I totally do that all the time. I'm like, I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to start eating healthy today. And I'm going to just tackle it as one big goal. And, you know, the healthy eating is not within itself um, a realistic goal or realistic habit to tackle. What he recommends when he says to kind of think about it as like tangled threads that you're going to pull apart slowly but surely is that like think about what are the things that get in the way of you making the healthy choices that you want to make. Um, so like I said, this applies, I'm just using healthy eating as an example, but you can just think about whatever habit it is that you want to uh, work through. But like, what are the things that kind of sabotage your efforts whenever you feel like you're ready to work on that goal? And instead of looking at it as one big ball of a problem, start pulling it apart and looking at it as a series of little tiny problems that you can begin to work on little by little. So that way it feels more realistic and it doesn't overwhelm you and you're more likely to be successful. So I did this exercise for me. And when it comes to healthy eating, some very obvious things that sabotage my goal would be, um, for example, meal prepping. I made a video on this a couple of days ago, but some days, some weeks, I don't get to meal prep the way that I want to. And so if I start off a week and I didn't get to meal prep on the weekend, then for me, that whole week has been sabotaged. And so before I would just, you know, kind of, as I mentioned, when I was looking at it as one big problem, it's like I'm on my diet or I'm off my diet. And I would just see that week as one big failure. But now when I break it down into these little sections, I'm like, okay, this is a specific problem that I can handle. So if I can't meal prep to start the week, then what are some ways that I can solve this problem? What are other ways that I can have healthy foods around the house if I'm not able to cook? And so that helps me come up with the solution of, well, you know, they have all these pre-cooked dinners at the store um, and they've come a long way in terms of health. So how about you have some of those in your fridge when things are really rough? That way, that particular aspect of this habit does not have to sabotage your goals. And so, um, and I'm sure that there's lots of ways that I could have thought about solving that one particular issue. Another issue, if I'm looking at eating healthy, for my example, if I'm looking at eating healthy, that could sabotage my efforts is that I'm a sweet treats girl. I love me a little ice cream. Okay. I love me a little chocolate. And so once again, instead of eating a piece of candy and being like, oh my gosh, I failed. I need to fall off my diet this week. I'm going to start on Monday. I can just look at that as one specific aspect and just be like, okay, well, what can I do to solve this problem? Can I have alternative types of treats in the house? Can I make sugar-free ice cream? I actually did that this weekend. Like uh, I bought an ice cream maker. Right? And so now I can make sugar-free ice cream so that I can eat that without pounding in the sugar, you know? And so really solving that particular problem. And then another issue could be, um, uh, what am I going to do when we're on the go? That gets me all the time. If I leave and I don't plan a snack. So thinking about solutions for that. Another thing could be um, timing. I'm one of those people. If I don't eat by a certain time, or if I don't eat far enough in advance, like I will just eat whatever, because if I get too hungry, I don't have time for nobody's meal prepping. I don't want to heat. And I will literally grab the first thing that is available. So a way that I can get ahead of that particular aspect is maybe I can schedule a lot when I eat so that I can eat before I get hungry, you know? So it's just, once again, I, I just wanted to point out that 
if you try to look at your bad habit, is it possible for you to think about it as a series of habits instead of one big project? Because I feel like if you did it like that, you would be more likely to be able to solve the specific problems that are sabotaging your goals instead of just being like black or white about it. I'm eating on plan. I'm not eating on plan. You know, instead of thinking about it like that, you can just be like, we're specifically in this process. Are things going downhill? And how about I think of a small solution to help me with that? And so there's a lot of benefits that I feel like can come from looking at your habits like this. Um, number one, for me, it feels less overwhelming to me, you know, because sometimes I feel like the hard part about breaking bad habits is that, you know, sometimes we get started, we're motivated, we're doing so great. And then we kind of hit a point where maybe we're starting to backslide a little bit. Maybe it's these little tiny choices that's making us feel guilty. And we get start to get to the point where we're not sure like, can we do this? Like, is this even realistic for me? Like, am I just going to be like this forever? But I feel like for me mentally, when I break down these habits into bite-sized pieces, it feels like it gives me the freedom to stop looking at the big picture. Stop looking at the fact that, oh, you know, you're off plan. How, you know, you're not doing a good job. You're off plan. And it gives me permission to be like, no, like I, I see all the little tiny problems that I need to handle. And for this week, I'm just working on this one problem. I'm just working on having healthy food in the house. It doesn't matter if I eat candy to, you know, this week, because that's not the habit that I'm focused on. So it's not this like on or off switch. And it really just creates more nuance. And it just kind of creates that freedom for me to not feel like I have to do it all at once. And so for me, uh, that really helps me with my mind. Another way that this helps me is it helps me give myself grace, kind of as I mentioned just a moment ago. Um, you know, if I fall off one specific tiny habit, like for me, I don't have to like throw the whole system out the window. I can just be like, I'm struggling on this habit this week, you know, instead of feeling like now I'm off my diet completely. So I'm throwing everything out the window, which is what I've done traditionally, you know. And so it just really helps me give myself that grace and be like, OK, girl, you're doing really good. You know, either you haven't gotten to these other problem areas yet, so it's okay, or you're doing you're doing really good on four out of five of your goals. Like you're doing great, just jump back in as you can. And another thing that I feel like thinking about it this way helps me is it helps me just it just feels like the habits are more loving and gentle when I work on it bit by bit instead of expecting this full life transformation, which is honestly what I expect of myself sometimes. And I know that that's not realistic. And this just feels more gentle to me when I'm like, okay, the issue is I'm having a hard time with cooking. Okay. What can I do about that? Well, girl, go stock your fridge up with some of these pre-cooked meals. It's okay if you have to do that for this week. And to me, that feels more doable than like punishing myself because I'm eating off plan for the rest of the week. Girl, you know, you're having a really hard time with these sweet treats. What can I do? It feels more loving and gentle for me to think of alternative ways to satisfy that craving than it does to um, just completely be like, you're never eating that again. Like that's off plan, you know? So it just helps me think about ways to create my habits in a way that feels more loving and more compassionate. And one thing that I feel like I know for sure to be true about myself is I'm more likely to show up and to keep working on a habit 
when it feels realistic and it feels gentle and it feels loving. And that's actually one of the huge theses. The thesis of this book is the beating yourself up and having these wild, crazy expectations and being mad at yourself for not meeting those expectations. That does not work when it comes to changing yourself for the long haul. Yeah, you might be able to get through a couple of weeks, you know, when motivation is high, but when that motivation is down, you really have to, if you want to have long-term change, you really have to put yourself in a position where you are basically being kind to yourself. Uh, you're being loving with yourself. You're being gentle with yourself. And if you feel positive through your habit formation, you're more likely to make your habits stick. That is a huge lesson that I've learned through this book. Um, it's just not helpful at all to put yourself in situations where you're going to beat yourself up. And so for me, I'm like, it kind of feels like a little flower. You know, if you have this habit that you want to build, it kind of feels like this little flower. You need to put that flower in a place where it can be nurtured with good habits and it can receive little rays of sunshine, little rays of positivity. Because if you're being toxic and mean to yourself while you're trying to create a habit, um, it's just less likely to stick. So how can we position ourselves where we are doing things that feel realistic, that feel gentle, and that feel loving? So that was a huge thing that I took away from uh, this book. And like I mentioned, I, I don't know, maybe y'all knew, but I didn't know to think about it like that. And I feel like it's really just giving me some confidence. And it's really just um, opened my mind up when it comes to problem solving and leveling up and thinking of habits that will help me go in the direction that I want to go. And so an exercise that I would recommend if you are wanting to kind of think about it like this. Now, I'm not saying this is going to apply to every single bad habit, but maybe it might apply to yours. Um, these are some exercises that I've been learning through some other books that I've been reading just about like tapping into like more creativity and really challenging yourself to like think and be open-minded about solutions is just sitting down think about thinking about like what is this one habit that I want to fix maybe for you that's having a tie to your home maybe it's um you know the health thing and really thinking about maybe nine problems I'm just throwing out nine it could absolutely be less than that but I've been challenging myself to think about nine because it's really hard and you find that the more you really just sit there and contemplate like, you know, more than the obvious problems, you really start digging deep and finding out other stuff that you could be working on. So I would say challenge yourself. If you can do like nine things that are really pushing me and sabotaging this goal or nine reasons that I'm having this problem, then after you think of that, you have a list of problems. Like I said, it doesn't have to be nine. It can be less if that overwhelms you. Then start thinking about individual solutions for those little problems that come up. And to me, like if that doesn't feel better <laughs> than trying to like solve it as one big package deal, then um, I just don't know what to say. Cause to me, it absolutely feels easier. It feels more loving. It feels more gentle. And I feel like I'm more likely to be set up for success when I think about solutions for like little tiny problems instead of looking at it as one big package. So that whole idea of thinking about your bad habits as like this little tangled ball, if you will, and gently unwinding yourself out of that, that's been life changing for me. And it, like I said, it really gives me a lot of optimism uh, in terms of working on things that I would like to improve with. Hey, silly mommy for life. Happy Easter. So that's all I have for you guys today. Just a little food for thought. Um, I would love to know in the comments below, 
what are some bad habits that you guys would like to work through? You guys know mine. Mine is just making healthier choices consistently. That's a huge one for me. And, you know, what do you think are, what do you think are the things that are sabotaging your goals or contributing? And what are some um, solutions that you think you may want to try? So, hey, Autumn, happy Easter. So, yeah, I would just love to know what you guys are working on and what you guys' goals are. So that's all I have. Um, please like this video on your way out. That helps my channel tremendously. And I will see you guys on the next video. All right, bye.